Hello, welcome to the Magic Woods podcast. This first story is called The Pumpkin of Magic Woods, Part 1. Once upon a time in a faraway world, there was a mysterious forest called Magic Woods. Who knows what kinds of weird things lived out there? But in the center of Magic Woods, there was a safe place, a wide open field where the sun could shine and flowers could grow. And in the center of that flowery field stood a tall and lonely mountain called Yesterday's Macaroni. Yes, I know, that's a weird name for a mountain. But it was a pretty weird mountain. It was yellow, and it was hollow, and it had a front door and windows and even a chimney. So it was kind of like a gigantic stone house. And animals lived inside the mountain. All kinds of animals. Dogs, cats, rabbits, snakes, monkeys, alligators, hippos, rhinos, tigers, pikas. You name it. There was even a flying unicorn with rainbow wings and a sparkly golden horn. Although he was actually pretty boring and doesn't come into these stories much. And the animals were a bit smaller than the animals of our world. About the size of... Mm, Stuffed toys, let's say. Two kids from our world took care of the animals. Their names were Jeffrey and Jennifer. They were five, they were twins, and they made the rules. But at first they said, there are no rules. You animals can do whatever you want. And a little puppy named Doggy said, ooh, does that mean we can eat dessert before dinner? And they said, yes. He said, oh, does that mean we can stay up past our bedtimes? Yes. Can we jump on the beds? Yes. Can we fart at the dinner table? Uh, yes. Can we wear glow-in-the-dark tutus while dancing around like funky chickens? Yes, doggy, you can do anything. And then a little kitten named Kitty said, Can we go outside and play in Magic Woods? And Jeffrey and Jennifer said, Um, no. Kitty said, No, why not? Because it's too dangerous out there. Kitty said, I laugh in the face of danger. Besides, I can protect myself. I already have my second-level Kitty Karate belt, you know. Jennifer said, we know. But Kitty Karate wouldn't do you any good against the pumpkin of magic woods. And Kitty went, a pumpkin? Oh, please. I could just karate chop him into pumpkin pie. And Doggy said, yeah, and then we could eat him. Jeffrey said, no, you couldn't. He isn't a regular pumpkin. He's made out of space crystal, the hardest stuff in the universe. And nothing can destroy him. Kitty went, oh. But what does he even do to you? I mean, how can a pumpkin hurt you? Well, he shoots pine cones out of his head. Kitty went, okay, that doesn't sound dangerous. It just sounds annoying. Jeffrey said, well, the pine cones turn you to stone. Kitty went, oh. And then after the pumpkin turns an animal into stone, he smashes them into pieces. Doggy went, oh, that's so rude. Why would a space pumpkin even do that? Jeffrey said, he's not a space pumpkin. He's made of space crystal. And nobody knows why he hates talking animals so much. But he does. And every time an animal goes outside, the pumpkin just appears out of nowhere and shoots pine cones out of his head and turns the animal into a statue. And then he smashes them with his hard body and they smash into pieces. And then he just disappears back to wherever he came from. Doggy said, that, that's kind of creepy. And Jennifer said, so kitty, that's why you can never go outside, okay? It's just too dangerous. Kitty went... Okay. And then a rabbit named Bunny said, Don't worry, Kitty. There's lots of fun things we can do inside the mountain. 
Well, Bunny was right. She and Kitty and Doggy had lots of fun that winter. Safe, quiet, indoor fun, but fun just the same. They played games and baked cookies and built pillow forts. They threw dance parties and formed a rock and roll band. They made art and they read books and they used their imaginations. And after a while, Kitty forgot all about wanting to go outside. Most of the time, anyways. But then, on the first warm day of spring, somebody opened a window. Nobody knows who did it. And fresh air blew into yesterday's macaroni for the first time and maybe forever. And the animals inside the mountain went, oh, it smells so good out there. Oh, we wish we could go outside, but we can't. And Kitty got all frisky when she smelled the outside air. She ran around in crazy circles and she climbed the curtains and she jumped on the furniture. She even jumped on Doggy and he went, hey, what do you think I am? Some kind of fuzzy trampoline? Kitty said, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm going wild from the smell of outside. It just smells so good. And then she said, you know what? I'm going to go out there. Doggy said, oh, you can't. The, the, the pumpkin in Magic Woods might get you. And Kitty said, well, then I won't go in the woods. I'll just stay in the field. And if I see that pumpkin guy, I'll just run back inside. But I can't stay cooped up inside for the rest of my life. I have to go out there. I want to see and smell and explore new things. I mean, what's the point of being alive if you can't even, you know, live? And then another sweet breeze blew in through the window. And Bunny took a deep breath of the outside air, and a sparkly light came into her bright blue eyes, and she said, You know what, Kitty? I'll come out with you, if we promise to stay in the field. Kitty went, Yes! How about you, Doggy? And he went, Oh, I don't know. Kitty said, Come on, don't you want to really live? I bet there's lots of things to smell and eat out there. Doggy went, Hmm, that's a good point. All right, I'll come out with you, but maybe we should bring some food with us, just in case. And Bunny went, A picnic, splendid idea. So they went to the kitchen and packed a picnic basket, and then they gathered back at the windowsill, and they looked down at the ground far, far below. And Doggy said, well, it sure is a long way to the ground. Kitty said, we'll be fine. Ready? Let's jump on the count of three. One, two. Wait, 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 said Doggy. And Kitty said, what? What's wrong? And he said, I, I um, I forgot to brush my teeth. Kitty said, oh, you don't need to brush your teeth to go outside. Doggy went, well, that's true. All right, ready? One, two, wait, wait, wait. Now what, doggy? I, um, I, I forgot to organize my underwear drawer. What? What are you even talking about, doggy? You don't wear underwear. He went, oh, that's true, I suppose, yes. <sighs> Ready? Let's jump on the count of three. One, two, wait, wait, wait. <sighs> now what, doggy? I, um, I have to go pee. Kitty said, you're a dog. You can just pee outside. Doggy put his tail between his legs. He didn't like it when anyone yelled at him, and he said, I'm sorry. Am I a bad boy? Kitty said, yes. Bunny said, no. But please, just make up your mind. Are you coming out, or are you staying in? And Doggy looked at their picnic basket, and his tummy rumbled. He said, all right, all right, I'll go outside with you. Kitty said, good. Ready? One, two, three! They jumped out the window together. Well, Kitty landed on her feet, of course. She was a cat and a kitty karate student, after all. Bunny's dress opened like a parachute, and she floated gently to the ground. But Doggy tumbled through the air, and then landed on his face in a patch of mud. And then he just laid there like a dead thing. And Bunny said, Doggy, are you okay? 
And slowly, oh, Doggy lifted himself up off the ground and he hobbled over to their picnic basket and he looked inside and he said, Don't worry, the sandwiches are okay. And Bunny said, That's great, but are you okay? Doggy went, Oh, and he checked himself for bruises and broken bones and he went, Oh, yeah, I appear to be just fine. Kitty looked around excitedly at the bees and the flowers and the wild birds. She gazed up in awe at the shifting shapes of the faraway clouds, and her tail twitched excitedly, and she went, I love it out here. I'm definitely an outdoor cat. And the doggy said, Look out, Kitty, right behind you, there's a little yellow thingamajig. And Kitty went, What? And she twirled around and got in a Kitty Karate stance and went, Kitty Karate, yeah! It was a little yellow flower. And Bunny said, Um, I think that's called a dandelion. And they're not dangerous at all. They're just a kind of flower. Kitty went, oh. The doggy went, hmm, I wonder what they taste like. And he picked the dandelion and popped it in his mouth. And he went, hmm, not bad. Tastes kind of like earwax. Kitty went, ew. Bunny said, come on, let's explore. Well, they crept cautiously through the field at first, carefully sniffing, and in Doggy's case, tasting, every new thing they encountered. They kept glancing nervously at the dark forest, expecting the pumpkin to just appear out of nowhere and start shooting pine cones at them. But the forest remained quiet and peaceful. So after a while, they felt pretty safe. They ran lighthearted through the grass, laughing and skipping and frolicking. Kitty found a tiny necklace in the grass. The pendant was a silver pyramid with four sides, and on each side was a different letter, P, K, N and an A on the bottom. The P side was shiny and bright. The K and N sides were dusty and dull and tarnished. And the A side at the bottom was partially tarnished and partially bright. She said, huh, I wonder what these letters mean. P, K, N, A? That doesn't spell anything. Bunny said, well, maybe it's an acronym. Like each letter is the start of a word. Doggy said, oh, maybe it stands for... Perhaps kangaroos need avocados. Kitty said, no, I don't think so. Or maybe it stands for pumpkins kill naughty animals. Kitty placed the thin silver chain around her neck. At first glance, it seemed like the necklace would be too small, but it fit her perfectly. It was almost as if the chain stretched itself out to fit around her neck. And Kitty said, I think it likes me. I bet it's a good luck charm. I think I'm going to keep it. Bunny said, well, then maybe P-K-N-A stands for presenting Kitty's new amulet. Kitty said, yeah, I like that. And she rubbed the amulet, trying to get the other three sides to shine as bright as the P side. But no matter how hard she rubbed, the other sides stayed tarnished. She thought, hmm, well, maybe someday when I find my destiny, all four sides will shine bright. Well, then they kept exploring, and at the western edge of the field, they saw the start of a dirt path that led into the woods. Bunny read the faded words printed on an old wooden sign, Everlasting Road. Kitty went, ooh, Everlasting Road? Oh, I bet that would be fun to explore. Doggy said, oh, maybe another day. We're not going in the woods, remember? Kitty said, yeah, yeah. So they headed to another part of the field, and there they found something scary at last a huge black hole in the ground, too big to jump over. Doggy almost stepped right into it. He went, oh, and he stumbled backwards and fell down on his bottom and said, whose idea was it to put a gigantic hole out here where anybody could just fall right in? Kitty crept to the edge of the hole and peeked down. 
The air inside the hole smelled stale, like an attic, like things long left unused. She couldn't even see the bottom. It was just blackness. She picked up a little white stone and threw it into the hole. They listened carefully, but never heard it hit the bottom. Kitty went, whoa, the bottom must be really far down. Bunny said, maybe there is no bottom. Well, they stood next to the black hole for a couple of minutes, thinking gloomy thoughts about bad dreams and rainy days and the end of the world. They could feel their happiness draining away, but for some reason they didn't leave. It was as if the hole cast a spell that left them too weary and hopeless to move. But at last Doggy's tummy growled, and it pulled him from his dark reverie. He said, oh, hey, how about we leave this depressing bottomless pit and go have our picnic? Bunny said, uh, yeah, that's a great idea, Doggy. So they walked away from the hole to a sunny part of the field, and they felt better almost as soon as they stepped into the sunshine. Bunny spread the picnic blanket on the warm grass, and then she opened the basket and took out their drinks. She said, okay, carrot juice for me, lemon water for Kitty, and root beer for Doggy. Doggy went, oh yeah, and he drank all of his root beer down in one long swallow. <laughs> and then he burped loudly. Burp. Bunny said, what do you say? Doggy said, I wish I had more root beer. No. Oh, I mean, uh, excuse me. Yes. Then Bunny took out their sandwiches. She said, Kitty, here's your sunfish bagel. Thank you. Here's my clover and raspberry wrap. So this last sandwich must be yours, Doggy. Bunny wrinkled her nose as she handed it to him. Um, what kind of sandwich is that? It has the most peculiar odor. Doggy said, Whoa, it's only the best sandwich in the whole wide world. A peanut butter, pineapple, pepperoni, and dog food hoagie. Mm-mm. Kitty went, ew. Doggy said, no, it's really good. You want a bite? Oh, no, get that away from my face. Sorry. Kitty took a bite of her sunfish bagel, and she gazed around contentedly at the peaceful, sunny field, and she went, see, outside isn't dangerous. You know what? I bet the pumpkin isn't even real. That's just a story they tell us to scare us from going outside. But just then, a warm wind blew in from the west, down Everlasting Road. It crossed the field, making the flowers tremble. And then it swirled around the animals like something alive. <gasps> Doggy put his sandwich down. He said, oh, what is this weird wind? And then the wind lifted them into the air. Ah! It raised them about two feet off the ground, and then they just hovered there. Bunny squeezed Kitty's paw, and she went, oh no, what's happening? And Kitty went, I don't know, but I can't wait to find out. And then the world began to swirl around them. Faster and faster and faster. Until all they could see was a blur of spinning colors. Doggy covered his eyes with his long floppy ears and he went, Oh, I can't look. It makes me sick to my stomach. Kitty and Bunny closed their eyes too. And then, all at once, the swirling stopped and the animals opened their eyes. But the world around them looked very different. It was night, not morning, and it smelled like autumn, not springtime. There was no wind, no movement, no sound. The stars didn't even twinkle. It was as if they had stepped into a frozen moment in time. There was no sign of their picnic blanket, and no sign of yesterday's macaroni. Doggy said, I smell danger. 
they floated back down to the ground. Hmm. And Kitty went, cool, we've journeyed to another world. Bunny said, no, I think this is still our world. Because look, there's the big black hole in the ground. Oh, and there's Everlasting Road. Although the sign looks a lot newer. Kitty went, hmm, maybe we went back in time. Bunny said, we're forward in time. Doggy said, we're sideways in time. Bunny went, oh, maybe we shouldn't have come outside. Jeffrey and Jennifer were right. Magic Woods is too dangerous. Doggy said, yeah, that's why they call it Magic Woods instead of Normal Woods. But Kitty wasn't scared at all. She peered into the dark forest with excited eyes. And then she caught a flash of movement and she went, oh, I just saw something moving in the woods. It was big and orange. Doggy tried to hide behind Bunny and went, oh, oh no, what if it's the pumpkin of Magic Woods? Kitty said, we should go see what it is. Bunny said, no, no, we should just stay here in the field. Kitty said, but if it's moving, then it's alive. And if it's alive, maybe it can tell us how to get home. Bunny said, I, I don't know, Kitty. I, I have a feeling we should just stay here. Well, Kitty stood tall and adjusted her kitty karate belt, and she went, then I'll go. You two wait here. And she ran towards the dark forest. Bunny said, no, Kitty, come back. But it was too late. Kitty had already vanished into the shadows of the trees. Well, that's the end of The Pumpkin of Magic Woods, Part 1. The next episode is called The Pumpkin of Magic Woods, Part 2. Goodbye.